0: Chad Daybell's attorney, John Pryor, is asking to withdraw as counsel from his case. Jury selection is already underway in the second trial for Melly, whose real name is Jamel Demons. He's accused of killing two of his childhood friends in 2018, then creating a cover up by staging a drive by shooting. We're continuing to follow a breaking update in the tragic, tragic murder of four year old. Athena Brownfield. Hey everyone, welcome back to my channel. If you're new here, my name is Amanda, and on this channel we talk about all things true crime related. In today's video, we are going to be a little bit quick and just talk about a few cases that are happening in the courts right now, going through trial, things like that, charges, any updates on any cases I've covered, maybe. But it is basically just anything true crime in the news right now. Make sure to like this video if you're watching on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. It's a free way to really help me out. There are a few other ways to support the channel like buy me a coffee and all that good stuff that I'll link in the description box. If you're listening on the audio version, then I appreciate it if you could give me a follow and maybe a review if Apple Podcasts is your favorite podcast app. So real fast, I just want to address, sorry for the delay since my last video, we unfortunately lost my dad on December 29th. It's still obviously hard. Life is hard. That's pretty much the way I can describe my last almost three weeks now. He was only 62 years old, so I should have had many more years left with him, but life is hard and shit happens and it sucks, but you just, got to get back on it at some point. And so here I am trying off with a video that I enjoy doing more. I enjoy following cases as they go through trial. I do like the deep dives, but it's hard to get every detail in the right format, follow through. It's, It's a lot of work. A lot of pressure is really what it is. But let's jump into today's video. Let's start off with Chad Daybell because I have to. How could I not? I'm sure most of you have heard this update, but John Pryor has filed a motion to withdraw as counsel for Chad Daybell. Because in this motion, he listed number one reason is Chad Daybell is broke. No surprise there. He's been fighting this case for too many years, since he was arrested in 2021. And since then, he's been paying for a private lawyer who was John Pryor. And John Pryor also listed in this motion to withdraw that he is not death penalty certified. Which, if you're unfamiliar with this case... Chad Daybell is facing the death penalty as he is supposed to be coming to trial on April 1st of this year. However, now with this request, I'm sure we'll see that it will be granted and there will be a continuance, unfortunately, because if he needs a new lawyer, there's I cannot imagine that in four months, three months, whatever it is, till April 1st, that he would be ready to go. I think that John Pryor should have bailed a while ago. However, I think this last push to drop the death penalty, they they filed a motion recently. By they, I mean, John Pryor filed a motion requesting that the death penalty be dropped for Chad Daybell because it was dropped for Lori Vallow, who I guess they said was the mastermind of the whole thing. However, Judge Boyce denied this saying, while she may have been the co-conspirator or the mind, mastermind, of her children's case she's not charged with the murder of tammy daybell she was only charged with conspiracy to commit murder for tammy daybell now chad daybell is actually charged with the murder of his first wife tammy daybell now, if you're not familiar with who Chad Daybell is, which I'd be surprised if you're watching a true crime video and you don't know his name. He is the fifth husband of Lori Vallow Daybell, who was recently convicted in 2023 for the deaths of her son, J.J. Vallow, and her daughter, Tylee Ryan. She, as I said, is also was also found guilty of conspiring to commit murder of Chad's first wife, Tammy. Now, I would hope that Judge Boyce... I guess in my own feelings would say, no, you're stuck doing this. Like you get what you reap, you sow what you reap or whatever that analogy is. However, I do feel that the judge will make a decision to let John Pryor withdraw, mostly because again, this is a death penalty case and we don't want any issues coming back on appeal, but we will see what happens. There is a hearing scheduled before the judge on January 18th at 10 a.m. Hopefully this gets out before then, but if not the next video, I will go ahead and update that. Another case that I've covered before in a true crime in the news is the YNW Melly trial, which is the State of Florida versus Jamal Dem- Demons Demons Demons. YNW Melly is accused of fatally shooting his two friends, 19-year-old Christopher Thomas, also known as YNW Juvie, and 21-year-old Anthony Williams, or YNW Sack Chaser, in October 2018. As we discussed in one of my last videos after the mistrial, which took place in July of 2023, the judge declared a mistrial after the jury couldn't come to a unanimous verdict. It was 9-3, to I believe, in favor of the conviction. But as we discussed, Melly's f- attorneys filed a motion to have the lead prosecutor thrown off the case or removed from the case. Allegedly, there was an incident with the lead investigator who, I guess, was willing to lie to get evidence in the case. This was seen for seen. This was seen by words are hard. This was seen by another district attorney. So she, of course, filed the complaint, and this was brought to the lead prosecutor's attention. She was made aware of this information, but I guess the information was not provided to the defense. So the defense was quite upset about this, said that they withheld evidence, which, of course, is a Brady violation. So the judge went ahead and reviewed everything. He did end up removing Kristen Bradley from lead prosecutor, but only because she may be called as a witness to testify in Mellie's retrial as having heard about this evidence about the lead prosecutor or about the lead detective, because I'm sure that Mellie's going to try the same thing he tried in the first trial, which was basically saying that the police headed out for him from day one. And when a police officer will do whatever they need to do to get evidence, break the rules, that's not a good look. Obviously they want to present that to the jury. So she may be called as a witness. Now, a new prosecutor um, was appointed, of course, and with her, she brought seven new charges, including tampering with a witness, which was also charged to his co-defendant, Courtland Henry. Now, if this is a case you haven't heard of yet, real fast, Courtland Henry appeared at the hospital saying that he was involved in a drive-by shooting and two of his friends, YNW Juvie and YNW Sack Chaser, were dead on Arrival basically. So he said to the police where this exactly took place. The police went and looked. No evidence of that. A lot of evidence came out in trial that made it look like that it was indeed YNW Mellie who allegedly shot his two friends with YNW Bortland, who was Cortland Henry, in the front seat of the car. Now, Cortland would have obviously been a part of this somehow. He would have known. And it's crazy because I found out that Cortland Henry. And Christopher Thomas have the same sister. So they're like not stepbrothers, but they obviously have a close family But it is, or close relatives. I don't know if they're close family, obviously. But now, as I said, the prosecutor brought the seven new charges and she also listed 55 songs in the evidence that could be used at trial. These are songs of YNW Melly or maybe his associates to show gang related activities or any other New charges that she brought. Prior to this, the previous lead prosecutor, Kristen Bradley, said that she was not going to bring songs, music into this, from my understanding, because that is freedom of speech. And I do agree with that. I don't think anything that people rap about. Do I think it's cool to rap about these things? No. But to some people it might be, and I don't know. I People do dumb stuff to be cool. I'm not saying that has anything to do with YNW Melly in this case. I just mean fully across. Unless it's an exact event that you can pinpoint, then that's a different story. But I'm not sure that these songs will be allowed. She also requested another... 12 or so witnesses to be added to the witness list for the prosecution that could be called. Again, the judge is still ruling on things. Some of the songs could not be allowed. Some of the witnesses would not be called. We'll have to see what happens when this trial comes around. So this new trial, like I said, the mistrial was in July of 2023. The new trial was supposed to start in October because according to Florida law, there is a time limit. I believe it's like 175 days before a retrial has to be brought. So it started in October, however, due to the fact that the lead prosecutor was removed, they re- the prosecution requested more time. Then they came back in December and Melly's team requested more time and he waived his right for a speedy trial. So we are up to March 5th now is where the trial is set to begin. I'll bring you any updates we see until this one finally makes it through trial again and we find out if Melly is convicted or found not guilty. And if he is convicted, he is facing the death penalty. So it is definitely one that I'm interested in following. So there is a little bit of movement in the Athena Brownfield case. We covered that a year ago. She, Her sister was found on January 10th of last year in the area of Surreal, Oklahoma. This is where this one is out of. Her five-year-old sister was found by a postal carrier basically by herself. So the para- postal carrier called 911 reported the child basically abandoned I don't even know where this little girl came from. Did they just leave? Anyways, so basically, she was wandering around. They found her, called 911, 911, police came, all that. And they found out that her sister, Athena Brownfield, was actually missing. Because Athena Brownfield and her sister were found to have been in the care of their caregivers is what the courts are calling them i guess basically athena's mother left them with her cousins her cousins at the time that this little girl was found one was like off gallivant with a new boyfriend and then her husband who was with her at the time that the kids were left in her custody was like found in a different state it was weird i don't even know what they thought was happening with that but for this it looked like the husband ivan adams was charged with first degree murder after alicia adams or however you say her name i don't really give a shit, was talking to police and told police that Ivan beat her on Christmas day of 2022 and then buried her in a shallow grave. Now come to find out after an autopsy was completed, it appears that she died to pneumonia due to complications of nutrition or malnutrition malnutrition. So with that, it appears that this is something that's been ongoing. This abuse, unfortunately, has been ongoing for this little girl. So it looks like the movement in the case was Alicia's charges have been moved to first-degree murder, while Ivans have been downgraded to second-degree murder. And it appears that both of them will be arraigned on these new charges on February 21st at 10:30 a.m. And also her Biological mother Jasmine Brownfield was also arrested for child neglect. You can't just drop your kids off and not report that. I mean, I understand that. You may leave them with somebody to help for a while, but at some point someone has to be accountable for those children. Someone needs to check in with them because obviously they were not being taken care of. But she faces two counts of child neglect and she most recently waived her preliminary hearing. But we will keep a track on all three of these to see when and if they'll go to trial and we can go from there. Or hopefully they would all just take plea deals so no one has to be dragged in and hear the terrible things they did to this poor child. But those were the three cases I wanted to touch base with right now. I will do another video again on some updates on some cases I've already posted because there's a few that went to trial because I did recaps prior to trial, but I was just trying to ease my way back into the video. Please make sure to, again, like this video, subscribe to the channel. Ways to support the channel will be in the description box. You can find all my links to my email, Facebook, and Instagram, which I'm terrible about being active on them, but we'll see. And if you are following me on the podcast version, again, thank you. Make sure to leave a review if you will. But let me know if there's any cases you guys want me to cover. I'm really open. I love to discuss true crime. Love to tell people details, discussing. I started my YouTube channel because I wanted to communicate with people about true crime. People close to me don't really find an interest in that. I have no one to talk to. So here I am. I will again start doing a few deep dives. I'm hoping to get into it. Depression's a bitch. We'll see how it goes. But again, thank you if you've made it this far. I truly appreciate you. And until next time, stay safe. (laughs)